Things are getting testy between the Chicago Cubs and the Milwaukee Brewers. Oh, my, my, my. Unfortunately, the Brewers could not get the W last night as the Cubs come out victorious with a Wilson Contreras home run off of Brent Suter in the eighth. Tisk, 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 as the Cubs win 3-2. to two. But there is a lot of controversy in how the game was, uh, well, I guess won, especially by Contreras. And then that stems all the way back to the fourth inning as Wilson Contreras for the Chicago Cubs is up to bat. Brandon Woodruff hits him in the elbow as Contreras is leaning over the plate. The pitch before Contreras tried to get hit he as he tried to lean into a woody pitch. Uh, missed it, couldn't get himself hit. Well, then in the next, uh, right in the next pitch, Contreras leans over again, gets hit on his left elbow as he has many times already this early season. Uh, let's see here. And then in the fifth inning, it would be Brandon Woodruff, the Brewers' ace, up to bat. And Ryan Tapera, the Cubs reliever, takes the ball, goes through his motions, and throws behind Brandon Woodruff, the Brewers' ace. Woody steps out, starts saying some things that I can't repeat on air. That's effed up, essentially is what he was saying. That's effed up, man. That's effed up. Uh, Anthony Rizzo then comes you know, closer to Brandon Woodruff. Woody gives him the no-no, don't come closer sign and keeps saying that's effed up. And Anthony Rizzo starts barking. And then, unfortunately, it would be later in the game in the eighth inning, Contreras, the guy who uh, is one of the biggest D-bags out there, hits the home run, and the Cubs go on to win. Rowdy, are we ready to get it lit up today? Well, what Brandon Woodruff did in that at-bat, I could never do. Keep your a cool head. I would have been at that pitcher's mound, and it would have been on like Donkey Kong. Would you have ripped off his head and spit down his throat? The fact that he did not even <laughs> leave the box, and yet you had Anthony Rizzo, the pitcher, and Wilson Contreras, and and how about how about the umpire losing the game right there? Yeah, Mike Estabrook, who by the way, if you remember the last who, time we had D bag of the Rowdy's pointing, Rowdy's already fired up. The last time we had D-bag yep. of the year, he made it because he's yep. a D-bag. Yeah, he stinks. And again, that should have been an automatic ejection right away. Yeah, Throwing behind the pitcher? That's tough. That's a tough scene. Um, Brandon Woodruff said he's never been thrown at before, and he got thrown behind the pitcher. Yikes. That sh- he should have been just, He should have been thrown out right there, Rowdy. You're totally right. As it got testy at American Family Field, we are ready. We are ready. Oh, we. Um, Dick Nickerson just says, Nelson, if you charge the mound, I hope you would have your mask on just to maintain social distancing. No, I'd spit right in his face while we're wrestling in the ground. No, we'd, we'd rip his head off and he'd spit down his Unbelievable. throat. Unbelievable. What a game last night. It was um, a, a gem from Brandon Woodruff on the mound. Woody was just dealing. But it was now overshadowed by all of this nonsense by Wilson Contreras. Now, Contreras uh, has been getting hit a lot early this season. But the Cubs' Twitter account has released this supercut of Contreras getting hit by all these pitches. They're all on his left elbow as he leans it out it, over the, the plate. Off memory, memory serving me, he's got one, just one hit by pitch where it wasn't in the elbow region. It was in his head. And that was up where one got away <laughs> and went high and tight. Oh, there's one. There was one. Was it was it Boxberger? The first series that hit him in like in the back in the ninth inning. Was that Boxberger? 
All the other ones. The other ones the, in the head. The other ones were in the arm. And none of them have been intentional. No, none of them. The one where he got, where he got hit in the head was one where a pitch got away, and and it was in a position where they weren't trying to hit you. Yeah. Like all the other times where he's putting his elbow out over the plate, or even there's there's clips of him tracking balls after the pitch went by as he's leaning his elbow out. All, all of them. There has been not one pitch where the Milwaukee Brewers have purposely thrown at Wilson Contreras. Uh, yeah, the one that De- but, it was Devin Williams that hit him in the head, and you could tell right away, right when it left Devin Williams' hand, he immediately was like, oh, crap, and he like hung his head. Like, my and bad. we have seen Devin Williams struggle this year. The Brewers just announced earlier uh, that day or yesterday that Devin Williams will no longer be in high-leverage situations because they just want to try and get him work and try and get him, get him back eased in. Yeah. And – he hasn't looked the sharpest. His control hasn't necessarily been as good as it was last year. He, he hasn't been him from 2020. Yeah. Now, yes. Wilson Contreras. He is a he's D-bag. he is enemy number one now. Public enemy number one. As he hits that home run last night, he flips his bat as he trots around the bases. He gives the American Family Field faithful out there, the Brewers faithful, the shh. He does the shh sign as he's running the bases. Someone's got to be getting plunked today, Rowdy. Oh, you remember when... Uh, Someone's got to be getting plunked today! Remember in uh, the the NLCS against the Dodgers in 2018? Yeah. Where Craig Council had uh, Wade Miley go out there for a batter? Yeah, just one batter. Well, obviously you can't do that now because there's rules where you have to face at least three batters, but I think a Drew Rasmussen for the first <laughs> inning, if Wilson Contreras is batting second in the lineup... Uh, Drew Rasmussen for one inning to that second batter, Wilson Contreras, going 98 high and tight would look pretty fine to me. Right in that little, yeah. I mean, I don't know how many times you said it in the DM, then you tweeted it out too. Right in the ear hole. Right, Rowdy? Right in that ear hole. That's what it's come to. (laughs) You throw behind, okay. They threw behind Brandon Woodruff. They talk about, we'd say how the Brewers didn't purposely throw at Contreras one time. They haven't thrown at him one time. And then all of a sudden, you remember two nights ago, that looked pretty uh, intentional when they hit Omar Narvaez, the the fellow catcher. Mm -hmm. Then all of a sudden, you throw behind Brandon Woodruff. It's terrible. You can't, how do you sure, throw behind Brandon Woodruff? I'm pretty Woodruff? sure that uh, Contreras had some comments that were kind of incriminating about how they weren't trying to do that, and Here. it should have been a position player that uh, was in the line of fire, not a pitcher. I have one. One, that's just Bush League right there. So you know what? A high and tie pitch for Wilson Contreras, that's just baseball. <laughs> I have one here that I found from Contreras. Contreras says, uh, let's see here. He talked about it with Brewers catcher and good friend Omar Narvaez. Contreras said, quote, I told him, I know you guys are not trying to hit me, but bro, that's something that would frustrate any player, and I'm trying to take care of myself. As I know he's got more comments, so I'm trying to dig up his more comments about the position player thing. But they threw it. In what universe do you have Woody up there and you start throwing at the pitcher behind the pitcher, the Brewers ace, and then stay on the mound not getting ejected? What's up with that, Rowdy? Again, it's Mike Estenbrook, who was the home plate umpire, who didn't take control of the game, and he made our D-bag of the week, the, or the D-bag of the year yeah, uh, two, bracket two, two years, two years ago, ago, the last time that we had it, for a reason. Obviously, he's not great at his job either. <laughs> there seemed to be a problem with all these managers, or uh, umpires, excuse me, of just being idiots. Yeah, I'm trying to find more of this. We'll, uh, I'll search the Twitter sphere over it. But also, yes, th- we'll talk a lot about this drama and this rivalry. If I remember correctly, there were two umpires that made 
our D bag of the year bracket that summer. And normally you have the three big names of uh, Angel Hernandez, CB Buckner, Joe West. Yep. But there were only two that summer, and it was Angel Hernandez and Mike Estabrook. And now this is the first time I've seen this guy since. Yeah, I haven't heard Estabrook's name until last night and right now. So, but to to issue warnings for both sides after that pitch, and just go on like, okay, here we go. The um the the pitch that Brandon Woodruff hit Contreras with wasn't anything. Literally, the first the pitch before it. Contreras is hanging over the plate, and there's video of it. I can, I can retweet it and whatnot. But there's video of it, obviously, of Contreras hanging his elbow real low into the you know top center of the plate, and then as Woody releases the ball, Contreras literally moves, tries to move into the way to get hit by the ball to take first base, and then the second pitch, the pitch after that where he tries to get hit, that's when Woody hits him. And when the Cubs put out their own little clips of him getting hit by pitches consistently, and, watching and it right now. every single one of them is in the elbow besides the one that went up and in. In the dome. Yet the Brewers can come back and show video of him leaning out over the plate and throwing his elbow out there in multiple clips. Even when he didn't get hit, yeah. he was doing it. There were sportscasters and and pundits from different uh, organizations in baseball or fans of different teams in baseball that were basically calling Wilson Contreras a D-bag because he's sticking <laughs> his elbow out and then getting all upset that he's getting hit in the elbow. That's all he does. And you know what? You know who else is... Complicit in this, it's Anthony Rizzo coming in from first base, tripping like he's Rizzo. got something to say. Can't stand the Rizzo. What does Anthony Rizzo have to say? Yeah, he's been hit quite a bit, but guess what? He stands right on the plate. Did you see when uh, Brandon Woodruff took the mound that following inning, and Rizzo came up and he painted one on the outside corner, and he was so hesitant, he looked like he thought he was going to get one coming up and <laughs> into him. Do you see how he almost kind of well, backed yeah. away? Wouldn't that be in the back of your mind with the unwritten rules Good, of baseball? It should be. Are you gonna? Are, you gonna be able to make it to ten o'clock without steam blowing out of your ears? It should today? be. <laughs> Anthony Rizzo deserves to get his face pushed in too. Rowdy is uh, ready to get Re- Craig Council. I know you're listening. Let Rowdy into American Family Field this afternoon, and he will help you manage when it comes to retaliation. Revenge is a dish best served off of the pitcher's arm. Who's getting plunked first, Contreras? It probably shouldn't happen in this game now that there's been warnings issued to both teams uh, for the series, obviously. But they do play nine games in the first month. Yeah, nine times. Nine times. And it'll most likely be a different uh, umpiring crew. I would, I, I would, I definitely want to see someone get hit today. Um, and I hope it's Contreras. After, listen, the unwritten rules of baseball are stupid. When Woody didn't charge but, the mound, when Woody did not charge the mound, that should have been it. Yeah, Woody's just like, that's effed up. He's like, that's effed up. That's effed up. But Contreras is the one that continues to ignite the fire. Yeah, he throws a little gasoline on it. So the unwritten rules of baseball are completely stupid, but I do love the eye for an eye when it comes to <laughs> there know, getting beamed and whatnot. There are some unwritten rules of baseball that are like, okay, whatever. But there are others that I 100% believe in. So someone's got to get plunked in today, right? Contreras flipped his bat, and he walked around giving the, sh- the shush sign and then continues to, like we just said, throw gasoline on this fire. Does Do we continue to plunk? Wilson Contreras, this time not on accident. I'm for it. Are you for it? 
I'm 100% for it. Have, you're have you clearly for it. I've yeah. clearly <laughs> tweeted it out. Yeah, right in the ear hole. All right, 608-321-1670, Twitter, that's at Zone Madison. Twitch.tv, search my name, Ebo says. Hit the follow button there, you can see our uh, handsome mugs. We do have some uh, some reaction here. True Advisor says, all, all the Cubs can do is win dirty. How do you throw behind Woodruff? It says, Suter, don't let Contreras beat you like that. Uh, our guy Bookhound75 says, of all the folks, it had to be Contreras. Ugh. And then how about this? We also got to talk about the offense of the Milwaukee Brewers, which is stagnant yesterday. He said, Kane goes down and Yelich is out. You got to have your players in the game to win the big ones against your divisional foes. I completely agree. And then True Advisor says, thank you. Contreras is a bag. Rowdy, I love your managing plan. <laughs> Rowdy, I think a lot of Brewers fans are going to sign off on uh, Contreras and hopefully Rizzo getting plunked too. Do you uh, remember? Do how many, remember, how many times um, has Contreras been plunked this season? Oh, not, um, four? Uh, has it been four? Yeah, four after last night. And uh, I think it was like, wasn't it nine dating back to a certain time last year? Do you remember when the, I believe it was the Brewers playing the Pirates? Yeah. Where wasn't that a, a home run with Travis? I can't remember if that was a home run that sparked a... a is it, legit brawl? Is that Where when Snyder Ma- versus Maldonado? Yeah, Maldonado punched him square in the face. God, what was that, like 2015, 14? That was a while ago. I'd have to go back and look. Uh, here, the King, Morning King, he says, Woody is not Nolan Ryan. Nolan Ryan, excuse me. Do you really want one of your aces to charge them out and get suspended for X number of games? Well, uh, I'm looking at Brandon Woodruff, and I'm going to judge a book by his cover. I think Brandon Woodruff could kick some ass. Rowdy, when you look at Woody, do you think Woody could go out there and, and just lay some some quality punches on some dude? I bet you Woody could. And no, I wouldn't want him suspended for X amount of games, King. But I do want to see someone get hit. Hey, kids, do you like violence? Cubs Brewers. I feel like it's going to get violent today, 1240. I can't believe they threw at Brandon Woodruff, Rowdy. Have you ever seen an ace get thrown at like that? I mean, it's few and far between. Have you ever seen that before? I just can't believe the fact that nothing was done after it. One, that Woodruff just, didn't do anything more than, than staying in the box, saying some things. Two, that no one from the dugout came onto the field, really, and did anything. And three, the umpire didn't do anything besides issue warnings. Like, that, out of all the pitches, that was the most intentional out of all of them. Yeah, all. Oh, yeah. And, and you knew it was pointed at Brandon Woodruff. Oh, clearly. Because he's at the plate. And he threw behind him. Rowdy, you want to hear what he had to say about it and why he didn't do anything? Here's Woody. Here's Woody talking about being hot after they threw at him. He's hot-blooded. Credit to my parents. I was raised right. So I guess I was a little hot at first, but, you know, reacting's not going to solve anything. So I just go back out and pitch and, and, and get them out and let that do the talking. So. You know, I've never been thrown out before, so it's crazy. You know, it's just that's just part of the rivalry. You know, I, I get it. Tensions get a little hot, but it, it is what it is. So, His quotes, uh, and I quote, thank God my parents raised me right. My parents raised me right. He did get hot. You could see in the broadcast, if you were watching, Ren Woodruff did say, that's, I can't say exactly what he said because I don't want the FCC to find me, but he said, that's effed up, man. That's effed up. And then Anthony Rizzo came in, starting to jaw a little bit. Woody gave him the the no no sign and said that continue to say that's effed up. I kind of wanted to see someone throw down Rowdy. 
why Anthony Rizzo had to inject himself into that situation. Cause he was the only one. He was the first one that came. Cause obviously it's Wilson Contreras. Mm-hmm. It's Brandon Woodruff. Who's now been pulled into it. And then it was the pitcher. I forget his name. Uh, Tapera. Ryan Tapera. Those were the three that were in on it, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then you had Anthony Rizzo come in and interject, and he had to almost take over and start chirping. Get the hell out of there. The- Someone from the dugout should have came and taken care of Rizzo. Enough with his BS. Well, I'm going to steal a quote from you, Rowdy, which you said last week, and I'm going to say it this week. Keston Hira should have been the first one out there and punched Anthony Rizzo. That way he could have got a hit. I'm, I'm going to steal that from you. <laughs> because like, okay. who does Rizzo think he is having to come in and, and try and be a, I, not even a peacemaker, just a D-bag? Well, we do have our uh, one of our resident Cubs fans, B-Rail on Twitch here, uh, up in Eau Claire. What's up? What's up, my man? He says Rizzo is their captain. And that also the Brewers hit a guy in the head. In the head. Yeah, that would be Devin Williams hitting uh, Wilson Contreras in the head in the first series against the Cubs. And again, that was a pitch that clearly got away. It wasn't on purpose. Now you're throwing out a pitcher on purpose? That's Bush League. Bush League. Anthony Rizzo specifically, Rowdy, doesn't he have a very punchable face? Like when you look at him, isn't isn't when you look at him like, this guy's face is just very punchable. Anthony Rizzo was probably my most hated Cub going into last night, but I think he was surpassed. Contreras. Contreras. Takes the cake now. Here is more from Woody on the Cubs throwing behind him after he hit Contreras. Obviously, uh, you kind of saw what happened. There's not much to say on the situation. It's just I'm over it. It's I guess I understand. I mean, our pitching staff has, you know, hit him a couple times. I'm just trying to do my job as a pitcher, and I, I feel like I have to pitch inside, and there was no intent, and, you know, wasn't on purpose. So it is what it is, just, just part of it. If you watch Contreras get hit by Brandon Woodruff, literally the pitch before the hit, before he gets hit, Contreras is leaning in, trying desperately to get hit by said pitch from Brandon Woodruff. It's clear in the video where Contreras, who always has his his elbow leaning real in the middle of that strike zone, he's trying to get hit by the pitch. And then, obviously it didn't happen, but the pitch after it, Contreras once again, putting his elbow in, and then gets hit. And it wasn't even there wasn't even intent behind it, Rowdy. It was just an inside pitch, was it not? Yeah, it, it was inside. It, he, it got away from him inside. Yeah. Here's, it, it clipped his elbow. Here's another one from Woody on uh, the Cubs thrown behind him. I think everybody can kind of read the situation of the game and I guess, you, you know, kind of form your own opinion, but it's over and done with. We got a long season. We got to play these guys a bunch more times. So, you know, I guess I'll just let you form your own opinion about it, you know, for what it was. I don't have much to say about it. It's over. It's done with. There was no intention on my part. I'm just trying to get guys out. So no intention on Brandon Woodruff's part. If you go and watch it, you can clearly say it's just see it's an inside pitch and Contreras is leaning over. But I can see the clear intent from Ryan Tapera, the Cubs reliever, who threw behind and Brandon Woodruff. With Brandon Woodruff not having any intent there, look at what the score was. Yeah. Look at what the score was. It was a it's a close game. Mm-hmm. It's not like he was going out there trying to put Wilson Contreras on base, which oh by the way, that means that would have brought the tying run up. <laughs> yeah, I mean know the situation. One more from Woody. As he said, there's been a lot of games like this with the Cubs as a late. I feel like it's been like like that the past few years. They're always good games. Uh, and you know, it's it's we get it. There's a little robbery. Um, but that's what makes these games fun. So um yeah, it seems like every time we play these guys, it's always going to be a, 
post game and anything can kind of happen. Dirty. We woke up this morning and we chose violence. Oh. Good morning, RJ. I was going to say humping, but. Oh, no. We woke up this morning and we chose. We'll hump later. Not, not, not us. Hump day later. <laughs> we woke up this morning and chose violence. Spider by the Cubs last night. It's funny because we're obviously looking at one way. And, uh, you know, Cubs fans are looking at the other way. I got our guy B. Rail up in Eau Claire on Twitch. He goes, he is hot today. Because if you don't control throwing inside, then you don't do it. Talking about Brandon Woodruff, who did hit Contreras uh, first in the fourth inning. What? By the way, good morning, RJ. He took a swing at a ball that was over the plate. <laughs> you can even go watch that. Yes. There is no... His hips came all the way through. Just because you didn't break your wrists doesn't mean it wasn't a swing. That uh, that was a very close strike. I'll they give called the, the, they I'll called give the, the swing in. on the exact same swing in McKinney later in the game. I'll, that was a strike. I'll give the benefit of the doubt to the umpire on that one, but it was close. But again, like you just said, you almost you almost swung. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that it, it wasn't. Yeah. You're not almost swinging at something that is coming right at you, meant to hit you. No. So then there's this. I would say B-Rail says if you can't pitch inside, don't do it. Well, if you can't pitch, um, I'm going to use the same words. If you can't pitch inside, don't do it. Because how would you consider this? Well, Random- if, you don't like, if you don't like people coming in on you when they pitch in, don't stand on the plate. So would you say Ryan Tapera then was coming in on Brandon Woodruff, but and he can't control his inside pitch because he threw behind well, him I, then? Well, I think it's because <laughs> Woodruff was crowding the plate, so he couldn't hit him, <laughs> and pit. it ended up behind him. All right, here, listen to this. This comes from the TV broadcast. Uh, so listen to this here. As Brandon Woodruff is up to bat, and this is in the fifth inning after Contreras was had been hit on an inside pitch, or Tapera is literally hanging his elbow over the strike zone. The pitch before Woody hit him, Contreras, you can see it on the on the broadcast. He's literally trying to get hit oh, yeah. by the pitch. But then Woodruff, Woodruff, Woodruff comes up in the fifth inning, and then Tapera, Cubs reliever, is on the mound, and then this happens right here. Right behind him. Really? Yeah, that's good. <laughs> you see Brandon Woodruff talking to Ryan Tapera. I mean, really? We're going to do that? Well, now Contreras is getting into the middle of it. Now well, Rizzo's coming in. See Rizzo and Woodruff talking to one another. Anthony Rizzo has one of the most punchable faces in all professional sports. Well, Anthony Rizzo had no business being in on that conversation. I don't care if he's the captain. That's, that's obviously between Contreras, Woodruff, and the pitcher. Yeah, if you need your captain to step in in that situation and defend you, sorry, but I don't respect you as a man anymore. I mean, I'm, you're just looking at Tapera's pitch here. It is... Beyond Bush League, he's not, he's throwing at Woody's like thigh knee it's, area behind him. Yeah, it's not like this is hockey where you have enforcers step in or the captain step in to try to cool things out. Yeah, at least in hockey, they either the captain comes over and is just like, uh, you know, if you want to drop gloves, go ahead. Yeah. Well, at least That's in hockey, all- they get to put it to bed because yeah. you're going to have two guys going at it. Right. Or it's going to be a line brawl. So today, I'm curious to see what happens because both teams were just warned. The umpire comes over and he get, he like puts his arm on Woody's shoulder and he just starts like patting him and he's like, just calm down, calm down. Gives him a little, uh, the little. Here's the thing. In that same situation, he's like if, patting if his shoulder. Woody does that to the ump, he gets tossed for touching the ump. Yeah. 
And Anthony Rizzo comes down. Go both ways. Even Anthony Rizzo starts like jawing, and he starts throwing his arms up. But yeah. Like, what? What? How, how what can the, how can Mike Estabrook, the guy that was umpiring, be the one to step in front of Woody when the pitcher just threw behind him? Yeah, that's in any other situation and outside of Cubs media and Cubs fans. Every at least Twitter blue check mark is saying that's Bush League by the Cubs. Wilson Contreras is trying to get hit by pitches. Uh, now, the weird thing is all the headlines are after Brewers hit Contreras, he gets revenge. Yeah. Oh, wait. Here, here I'll go to the recap. Oh, this is on ESPN. So, But on Twitter, all the blue check marks, even the ones who work for ESPN, the works works for CBS, works for whoever is posting these big articles yeah. and are not talking about the whole situation. Everybody is saying Wilson Contreras is basically a little baby who crowds the plate, tries to get hit. Then when he does, he whines, moans, and thinks there's a vendetta against him. Yeah, that's all That's all Contreras does. And if he's going to feel that way, you might as well make it a vendetta against him. Yeah, yeah, so today let's see what happens. But looking at this, so when the Brewers beat the Cubs in the first game, uh, like the four-letter network, all they showed were Cubs highlights and talked about Rizzo and... Uh, insert Cubs player here. They never even once showed a Brewers highlight or talked about the Brewers. It's all Cubs this, Cubs that. And now the game yesterday, here is the first line from uh, the four-letter network. After getting hit time and time again by Milwaukee Brewers pitchers, Wilson Contreras finally hit back. That's the first sentence. It's It sounds like there is a vendetta. The Brewers have it out against Contreras, and he's just an innocent little bystander here. And he's the one at the end that gets revenge. The funniest part is the Brewers no, haven't no, no, even no, no, no. No, 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 no. the Brewers haven't even fought back. The Brewers never even threw a punch against Wilson Contreras. They literally <laughs> pitched inside a few times, and he put his Excuse elbow me. out. The only one that you can say he didn't put his elbow out or wasn't crowding a plate on was the one where it got away from <laughs> Boxberger and or was it Boxberger Williams? Uh, Williams, Devin Williams. Williams. Devin Williams. Devin Williams. the first series, and then Contreras got hit a little. I think the game after. The game after by Boxberger. In like the right? in, was it the back or yeah, Boxberger was the ninth the inning. Only one. Still the elbow. Yeah, it was, it was just, still the the one they lost. That's when Williams hit. Williams is the Contreras only one, and right yeah. when he threw it, he kind of gave it the oh, that's my bad. They got away, and yeah, obviously he throws hard, so it's a little scary when and it comes. The up weird and thing in. is. Contreras didn't seem upset by that one. He didn't charge the mound. He didn't say crap when they threw out when it was up and in and the fact that it it did go up high and get away. He came back the next day when he got clipped when he put the next day was when he clearly put his elbow out. This is their fourth series of the year and he's been hit five times. Yeah, all he does is try to get hit. Now, three of them are by the Brewers. Yeah, that's why when Contreras, there's other teams who've hit him too. (laughs) What a fun show. I mean, per usual, though. I did find the comments from Wilson Contreras. I knew he had some little D-bag comments. He, I found them. Well, I should. Well, let me rephrase that. Our guy, Bill Wiesenzel, what's up, brother? He sent them to me and said, effing D-bag, hate the Cubs. Couldn't agree more. Hate the Cubs. Hate the Cubs. Hate, 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 hate. So you know what? I just gotta I gotta play him. I think that's what I'm gonna do. And we're gonna have to react to it. Um 608-321-1670, Twitter Zone Madison. Also, there's this. Who has the most punchable face in all of sports? Scott just called in and said John Madden. 
Before that, Charlie said Muhammad Ali. But I think Charlie misinterpreted the question. I think it was. I think he was thinking. I the feel guy, like he'd like to uh, go a few rounds with Muhammad Ali. I think he. I think he misheard it, and maybe he thought who's got the most like vicious punch that, in sports. That fight would go a few rounds. Well, it could. I mean, Muhammad Ali. He seemed like a nice guy. He'd take it easy on some people if he had to. It's for like. I don't know. There's some competitors charity. though where they flip that switch, and it's just they got the eye of the tiger, and all of a sudden Charlie's. <laughs> Not laying down on the ground, not because of the ice house or the steel reserve, but I mean, because of the one hit to the dome. I've never seen Muhammad Ali punch a guy in the kidneys when he turns his back to him. <laughs> never seen that happen. Are you yeah, talking about Jake only, Paul? against the only, uh, the only thing that Charlie's going a couple rounds with is that steel reserve. Yeah, and steel reserve's <laughs> KO on Charlie eventually. He'll, he'll go 15 rounds, though. Well, then he'll get KO'd. Uh, let's see. You also have a lot coming in from Manny Machado. I th- Last night, what inspired this question to me was Anthony Rizzo. A lot of Rizzo coming in. Uh, B-Rail says in college sports, Jordan Bohannon. You can't do that to those kids. They're kids. You can't say that's that. Our, that's RJ's buddy. Has, has he made his choice on if he's coming back or not? No, because I wanted to bring this he, up. Yeah, the the transfer rule uh, change imminent for college sports. Have well, they decided he, about the likeness of the image of making money off of it? Uh, I haven't heard anything. If they have, it's been very quiet. I'm going to go uh, get the research department he, on that. He even tweeted out that's what he's waiting on. If I can make money on myself, I'm coming back to college. Yeah. Well, you can go get paid. You can go over to Europe and get paid. And see it, the beautiful world. Yeah. Well, look at Sam Decker. Did you see his tweets from over the weekend in like some yeah, he's crushing it. Those majestic <laughs> resort in Turkey? Yeah, it looks beautiful. Getting paid millions of dollars to play in Russia? Looks beautiful. Yeah. Uh, let's see our guy Packers JT. Jeff says Steph Curry. Very punchable. I can't get over the Davidson, Wisconsin thing. Our guy Brando Savage. <laughs> What's up, Brando? He says, how about James Harden and Draymond Green? Throw those in the mix, too, for me. Did I say Manny Machado? You said Manny Machado. Draymond Green I'd rather kick in the nuts. (laughs) (laughs) Well, for retaliation, because Draymond Green kicks a lot of people in the nuts. What is that? Well, Rowdy, Draymond Green kicks a lot of guys in the nuts. I know, but... An eye for an eye makes the whole world blind, but a a kick to the (laughs) sack for a sack... A kick to the sack gets you right back. Yeah, there... (laughs) Uh, Anthony Rizzo last night just really got under my skin, man. But you could say Manny Machado. Uh, let's see, our guy True Advisor says, "What about him stepping on Jesus Aguilar?" That was uh, that made me want to punch him right in the melon. <laughs> and speaking of Aguilar, Rowdy. <laughs> speaking of Jesus Aguilar, we were lamenting about was it two weeks ago or last week when Keston Hira threw his glove up in the air trying to stop a was it a foul ball? Remember? Yeah, it was a foul ball. And we'd said we've never seen a professional player, a major leaguer, like you know how little leaguers do, throw their glove in the air to try and stop yeah, the ball. Yeah, I said I would bench him. Well, Castaneda did it, you said, last week, two weeks ago? I'm sorry, what was it? Whatever it was. Wasn't that during spring training? No, it was during was, a game. How did I miss this? Yeah, it, it was two was, weeks ago. It was right at the beginning of the season. Okay. Totally um, it. it was at Miller Park. But Jesus Aguilar threw his glove last night. it was the Twin night. Series. Okay. Yeah, it was the Twin Series. Jesus Aguilar threw his glove last night trying to stop a ground ball. I wonder if uh, what it sounds like on the broadcast. Look at that, a little squibber. (laughs) 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 That's so great. (laughs) He threw the glove at the ball. You know what? If he hit that ball, Riley would have ended up at third base, I think. Uh, Yeah, at least second, right? (laughs) Jesus just shakes. Yep, I did it. I did it. One of those situations where you got a guy who likes to have fun. He literally likes like someone spiking like a touchdown celebration. He spikes his glove down trying to stop the ball. That'd be like a Manny being Manny situation. (laughs) Kids literally. 
team had a player that did that this year. <laughs> so there you go. This is Aguilar. Uh, let's see. Oh, here we Little go. started? I guess our guy, Danger, D D D A N G E R R R, who sent me some badass bumper stickers. Ooh, I gotta re, I gotta return the favor and send them some gift cards. My apologies, my brother. He says, "What about Brett Bielema? Very punchable in sport." I don't. Personally, I don't think it's a punchable face. It's more or less of a like. Some of the stuff he says, I just don't understand. I don't get upset over it. It's just like, what are you even talking about? I would like to, now this is all hypothetical, but I would like to punch his gut just to see how far my hand and arm could go in and get lost. It's like in a black hole. Just to see, like, you know, playing Play-Doh as a kid where you put your thumb in and just, like, disappear. Like Silly Putty? Oh, yeah, Silly Putty. I feel like that's his gut. Like, it's like... No one knows what's beyond the event horizon of a black hole. I bet you if you punch through Brett Bielema and you get that belly button, you you go beyond the black hole and the event horizon. You find what's on the other side, and it's a giant buffet of food. Ooh. Oh, yeah, here we go, Brett Bielema. So there you go, most punchable face in all of sports. All right, boys. Um, uh, let's see, I got another tweet coming in. J8 Krebs going with Yadier Molina. Yeah. A lot of Yachty or Molina coming in. There's the thing about Yachty, though. If you're gonna if you're gonna punch Yachty, I think you got to be ready to throw down. Yeah, I don't think he's taking any crap. I mean, he's he's kind of built. Yeah, and maybe not built in the sense. And how of, old is he, Rowdy? Forty. He's in his late thirties. Yeah, late thirties. Thirty nine. I'll say I'll say forty forty one, but he's got old man strength. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he's thirty eight. He's thirty eight years old. On my list for a number of reasons, like. You know, yeah. cheating well, is one of them. Uh, did he have pine tar up. on his? Was it on his? his put something catcher's on his gear? chest protector because a ball doesn't stick because the seams of the ball got stuck in the seams of the chest protector. That's not a thing. <laughs> That's not a thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I get like a lot of the names that are coming in, but for me, I feel like it's. I don't know when, but it's like anyone has the ability to do something that just bugs you, like yeah. sets you off, kind of like the the Rizzo coming in at first base. It could have been Anthony Rizzo. It could have been Jesus Aguilar. But in that situation, in first baseman coming in like that, when they had nothing to do with the yeah, situation. the pitcher that, isn't even stepping that, out of the box or yeah, stepping at anyone. Me. So I guess I would say I'm just an equal opportunity uh, hands-throwing lender. Equal opportunity hand throw. Say that again, Rowdy. Equal opportunity hands throwing lender. <laughs> Rowdy's a revolving door. If you want to get punched, go through this revolving door and Rowdy will get you. Just line up and he'll knock you down. As uh, yeah, last night it was literally it was literally Anthony Rizzo that inspired it for me last night. I was yeah. like, yeah, this guy, man, mm. him coming in, John at Brandon it just, Woodruff. It's all about the situation. I feel like Yadier Molina is the type of guy that you'd love to have him on your team, but he'd get under your skin and in some situations a lot more than others. Yeah, Yeah. totally. I'll say, uh, Crab says about Molina, I don't care. I'd throw down with his pouty face. (laughs) (laughs) We are getting heated today, boys. Setting fires everywhere on this highway of information. Gotta love it. Let's go to the phones quick. Welcome to the show. Who's this? This is Brenda. Hey, Brenda. Most punchable hey. face in sports is who? Go. Um, I agree with Machado and Rizzo, but the person who hasn't been said yet, the egotistical pretty boy, Tom Brady. 
See, he's too handsome to hit, Brenda. He's he's no, he's no. Handsome. You got to hit him because he's handsome. He's well, an egotistical pretty boy. He needs to be taken down a few matches and have a few, uh, you know. See, I I like Tom, I like Tom Brady. So for me, it's hitting uh, him is. I identify with no. Tom Brady. We're both very handsome, both smoking hot wives. So like, I identify with Tom Brady. We both have Uggs, <laughs> habitual winners. You know, come on, Brenda. You just wish you made as much money what? as them. Well, I wish I wish Jen made as much money as Giselle. I was gonna say, both, <laughs> well, both yeah, there you go, there you go. She's yeah, the she's the breadwinner in the relationship. <laughs> I was gonna say then you'd have your sugar mama. You betcha. Oh, my sugar mama, Brenda. <laughs> did you watch any of that Brewers game last night? Uh, losing the Cubs sucks, but man, it was getting uh, tasty. You know they need to start scoring at least three runs a game because when they score at least three or more, they're usually winning. I'd like to see the statistics on that, but um, you know. Score three runs and maybe you might win a game. Brenda, you are not wrong in there. In fact, the Brewers only had two, or I'm sorry, three hits last night. Three right, hits. And I, I mean, I'm glad um, the shortstop is hitting finally and stuff, but everybody else has to get their bats going consistently, too. Urias. Yeah, he had a home Urias. run. That was about it. Yeah, yeah where's, and I then, know. And that's the second second day in a row he's, you know, hit the homers. But, you yeah. know, it's like, ah, where's everybody else? So, Brenda, today, 12.40, first pitch. Do you think it's going to get testy again today at AmFam Field? There's going to be some uh, some insurance adjusters out there telling people not to go and, uh, you know, break some faces? Oh, I, I bet you it's going to be a testy, testy game. I wouldn't be surprised if there's a couple people hit by pitches like Rizzo. <laughs> I love it. Brenda, uh, anything else on your mind before I let you go? The Brewers just need to get those damn bats going. I mean, when they got them going, they're you know they're winning. You know, they hit three or they get three or more runs, they're winning games usually. Yeah. It's when they don't score three or more runs that they're losing. Uh, Brenda, we do have a couple of people. Uh, a couple people on Twitch. G Dub specifically says, "Tell Brenda I said hello." So G Dub in oh. Appleton says hello, Brenda. Hi, G Dub. <laughs> <laughs> see, see you, Brenda. Have a good day, girl. You too. Bye, guys. Bye, bye. Uh, let's go back to the phones. Welcome to the show. Who's this? Fuller. Oh, full dog in the house, baby. What's up, Fuller? Yeah. Uh, I've channeled all my anger from Nelson over to Wilson Contreras. No. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, Fuller, we were in a tough predicament last week after we hit break. Nelson's phone rings, and we hear you just screaming on the other end uh, from a certain individual, I assume, in an excavator. But, Fuller, channel that anger today. Tell us, tell us what's on your mind, and uh, let the hate flow through you. Go. Cubs fans, if you honestly are a fan of that Bush League, you have to re- You might as well be an Antonio Brown fan. What a joke. Oof. This guy is absolutely the worst player in Major League Baseball. I don't know anybody else I would hate to see on the Brewers other than Wilson Contreras. And it pains me that they- he beat them last night. But here's the deal. Congratulations, Cubs. You beat the JV Brewers. They have three starters sitting on the bench. They have three guys that have played maybe 20 games in their MLB career mm. starting. Mm. And you, you, it took a last late-inning home run to beat this team. Yeah, congratulations, Fuller. You guys, you guys deserve to talk so much crap. You're so good, Fuller. I was so pissed when it was Wilson Contreras hitting the home run to beat the Brewers last night. I was like livid. Here's the deal. You don't think okay, you you don't think he's the one who called the uh to hit Narvaez yesterday? You don't think he's the one who clearly wanted to hit Woody yesterday? Who uh, by the way, Jackie Bradley Jr. got hit in the leg yesterday. Nobody whined about that. Didn't Shaw get hit I, too? I, uh 
I maybe I, he might have. But here's the deal: I would I would love, absolutely love, to bring Hater in in like the. If we ever got up like eight to one against them, I'd bring Hater in just to put one at a hundred right between his eyes. <laughs> Fuller Joe's violence. Oh, big time! That, I, 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 if he never played another out of baseball, the movie would be better for it. Fuller, what a joke! Fuller, Fuller were you still on the uh, home talent team that got in a scrap a few years ago? Yes. Oh, so you're no stranger to scraps on uh, the baseball diamond, eh? I am not. Fuller, most and it was well deserved, and so would this one. Most this punchable, well most too. punchable face in sports is who? Go. Oh, who do you think? And by the way, I've been saying this for years. It's Wilson Contreras. <laughs> years. This is not. This is not stemming from last night. I laughed when he got hit in the head the other day because, by the way, you stand on top of the plate. You have nothing to complain about. It was the Brewers have yet have yet to throw intentionally at the Cubs. Fuller. They have not done it. Before I let you go. It has been clearly obvious that the Cubs have continuously thrown at the Brewers intentionally. So it's safe to say there's a a, a rivalry here, yes? It's not even worth calling it a rivalry. Everybody else outside of Chicago hates the Cubs. Wake (laughs) up, people. You're a bunch of idiots. Fuller, before I let you go, most punctual host here, me or Nelson or RJ. I'll throw RJ in the mix. Uh, this is not even a hard question. You, you guys are throwing me layups today. Nelly, for sure. But I, <laughs> See you, Fuller. It wouldn't, it wouldn't even be a punch. I had to throw, I'd have to throw a gut punch just to get him in the head. Hey, Fuller, you just remember one thing. This is titanium. You, well, at least, I know, at least I know if I hit Nelson, he's not going to reach my head. <laughs> See you, Fuller. See you. Well, if he plays that game, I might have to, if I'm going to touch a head, I might have to pull the uh, 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 RJ kick out. Oh, yeah. different. <laughs> Boom. The other head. Like, Kyle. like from uh, <laughs> like from uh, Roadhouse. Yeah, Roadhouse. You kick the knee, get him down, and punch him in the face. <laughs> Kyle and Stoughton, what's up, my friend? Hey, what's going on, boys? Just having a lot of fun today, my man. How you doing? Hey, I'm doing good. Hey, I think the Brewers are coming around, man. Uh, the bats are starting to get there. I mean, last night, obviously, they got the, the two runs. Um, but uh, the, yeah. the scariest moment for me last night was that collision in the outfield with Urias, man. He could have broke his ankle on that if you saw that replay. Yeah, that was scary. That was really scary. I, mean, I, I don't know what the hell happened there. Neither one of them guys took their eye off the ball, and obviously that's what you're taught. But, my God, you gotta Talk. you got to look for the other player. Come yeah. on. Say something, you know. If... Christ, yell. You're outside. So, Fuller, obviously, I mean, baseball is a sport where you, things kind of even out along the way. Cubs, you know, weren't going to lose every game here against the Brewers. But what are we expecting today at 1240? Is there going to be some testy moments, some uh, some violence today at Amfam Field? Yeah, it's definitely getting heated, man. And uh, it is what it is. And uh, the Cubs suck, and I hate them. And <laughs> um, punchable face, I'm going to say Jock Peterson. He, he just annoys the hell out of me. <laughs> Uh, more than Rizzo, and I cannot stand Rizzo. Yeah, wow, Jock Peterson. Okay, was it that home run in the first series, or was it? Yeah, the first. Yeah, he series? had a home run. No, I hated him when he was on the freaking Dodgers, and I hate him on the Cubs even more. <laughs> hey, Kyle, nice to hear from you, man. Have a good day. Yeah, you guys too. See you, buddy. That's funny. Uh, that is funny. Thanks to Kyle and Stoughton and Fuller right there, man. Fuller come guns blazing against Cubs Nation. Oof. I would have to firmly disagree with everyone saying that baseball is a boring sport. And then when you get two teams like the Milwaukee Brewers 
and the Chicago Cubs, you know, some divisional rivals, despite what Cole Hamels has to say about there being a rivalry or not, and you see what happens last night, I don't think the game of baseball is very boring. In fact, I think the game of baseball, it's like a chess match that could break out into a fist fight at a moment's notice. So last night, Wilson Contreras, Chicago Cubs pitcher, gets hit in the fourth inning. It was an inside pitch from Brandon Woodruff, but wasn't it a, wasn't it a strike? Like, wasn't it in the uh, the upper right corner of the strike zone? I don't know if I would necessarily say it was a strike, but it definitely wasn't up and in like he was trying to do something. Okay, so Contreras, and what do we know about Contreras? That he likes to, ooh, I don't know, lean really far over the plate. Yeah, he likes to crowd the plate, and he likes to lean over it. And try to get hit by the pitch. In fact, the pitch, the pitch right before he got hit, the pitch right before, isn't there video evidence of Contreras leaning over and then throwing his elbow, trying to throw his elbow into the ball to get hit? There's multiple clips that have surfaced within the last few days of, obviously, Wilson Contreras doing that exact same thing. So, yes, there's... So, Video evidence. So Contreras gets hit. He's now been hit. God, how many times has he been hit in the, the start of the season? Like four times. Four I times. It is. And it's, if you date back to last season, it's been I think it's around nine or ten now, uh, just with the Brewers series uh, alone. So Contreras obviously is uh, he's got a little gripe, and I understand. No one wants to be getting plunked by. You know, yeah, but professional you, know he's pitcher a, you know he's a coward because when he got hit in the head, the one that he said he took the most offense to, he did nothing about. Yeah, when Devin Williams, and Devin Williams didn't try to do it. Devin Williams, when he let the ball go, you could tell it got away from him, and he immediately put his you know, his hands on his knees, and I was like, oh, man. Like, he didn't try to do it. Because if you were that pissed off in that very second, you're getting up, you're saying something, you're making it known, right? Yes. You're not just walking down the first base yeah. after you get off, off the ground. Yes. But he took offense to when he starts putting his elbow out and getting hit. So then Brandon Woodruff gets on the mound, or I'm sorry, Brandon Woodruff comes up to bat. Because Woody, who's on the mound, you know, starting pitcher of the ace for the Brewers, Woody is up to bat in the fifth inning. And then when he is up to bat, I'm just going to play it for you. This comes from the television side of things. Here is Brandon Woodruff up to bat. Let me just hit play. Threw right behind him. Threw it behind him. Really? Yeah, that's good. You see Brandon Woodruff talking to Ryan Tapera. I mean, really? You're going to do that? Well, now Contreras is getting into the middle of it. Now Rizzo's coming in. See Rizzo and Woodruff talking to one another. So there you go. They throw behind Brandon Woodruff. Behind him. Clear as day. The fact that no one was ejected from the game yesterday is insane. So, Rowdy, that happens. Like, it doesn't even really need to be said, but that's complete Bush League. Yeah. Because it's a pitcher, and he obviously didn't go up and in on Wilson Contreras, who, by the way, was very close to swinging on the pitch that hit his hand. Yep. So, that happens. And then, unfortunately, Wilson Contreras then in the eighth inning comes up, and if you're a Cubs fan, you are tickled pink. You are delighted. Because he hits the home run off of Brent Suter, which... Serves to be the difference as the Cubs beat the Brewers 3-2. to So there's that. lot of tension, a lot of drama. Then after the game, here's comments from Wilson Contreras. Now this is where it gets a little interesting. So Rowdy, you had came in uh, just hot-blooded. Hot. Like you're singing hot-blooded foreigner at karaoke night. You are hot. And Nelly says, I couldn't sleep last night. Nels, why couldn't you sleep last night? Well, it just got me... Basically, Wilson Contreras and just 
the things that he embodies as a cub and just being a little bee <laughs> when he's out there just pisses you off. And especially because at the end of the day, they lost. And it's a game they shouldn't have lost. And yeah. obviously, I have a lot of questions on why Suter was out there in the eighth not being a late-inning reliever. I have a lot of questions why if they're say, they're telling us that Christian Yelich, if this was a playoff game, would have been available to play. Why the hell can't he go grab a bat in the ninth inning instead of J- Jace Peterson yeah. having the final at bat where obviously he flew out? Why There's a lot of questions uh, surrounding this Milwaukee Brewers team the last couple innings, and the fact that it was Wilson Contreras that hit the home run, it just stings a little bit more just because. Yeah, it stings. Because he's the, he's the public enemy number he's one He's the right one now. that poked the bear and is now laughing because now the. So they threw at Brandon Woodruff. That was their retaliation for. Well, you can say that even before that. They on purpose and intentionally threw at Omar Nervaez the day before. Yes. And I think it was pretty easy to see that it was on purpose because it was a 3-0 count. Normally a 3-0 count in that type of situation where you're down by, what was it, four or five runs at the time, it's probably going to be right down the middle just to get one uh, get one in. Yeah. So, nope, up and in. That You can see that when Wilson Contreras went to uh, to catch the ball, he wasn't even right. He, he, he gave up on it right away. He knew it was going up and in. Yeah, so th- that all unfolds, right? And then, let's see here, Contreras hits the home run to win the game for the Cubs. Uh, Contreras then flipped his, did the bat flip, and then as he's running the bases, gives the shush, the shh sign to American Family Field as he's running the bases, and that's pissing a lot of people off as well. It says right here, uh, he acknowledged that getting hit by pitches so often by one team, i.e. the Brewers, had angered him. He talked about it with the Brewers catcher and good friend Omar Narvaez, who you just brought up, Rowdy. And Contreras said, I told him, I know you guys are not trying to hit me, but bro, that's something that would frustrate any player, and I'm trying to take care of myself. He also had this to say after the game on the uh, Tapera throwing behind Brandon Woodruff, the Brewers' ace. Here's what Contreras had to say. I told him like I was uh, that, that probably was a mistake uh, of us. Like trying to hit the trying to hit the pitcher is not. I, I don't think he's, he's the right guy to do it. So I think if we wanna we wanna hit somebody, it had to be a position player. So he says, and I quote, "That probably was a mistake by us trying to hit the pitcher. I don't think he's the right guy to do it. I think if you wanna hit somebody." It will have to be a position player, says Contreras. So he basically damning himself. Yeah, basically after the game. come out, came out and admitted that they did throw on purpose at Brandon Woodruff, and it was probably a mistake because they shouldn't have thrown at the pitcher, but they should have thrown at a position player. So they should have basically thrown at somebody else. And this is why it's not <laughs> going to be a mistake if the Milwaukee Brewers accidentally let one go. And put one in his ear hole because he deserves it. So retaliation today starting at 1240 at American Family Field. Who gets it first? Contreras? He's the one? It's got to be. Well, that's the thing. They're probably not going to do it today because you have a a stud on the mound in Corbin Burns. And now you have warnings issued from both sides. But would you, if you're Craig Council, I know Craig Council wouldn't do it because he's not that type of person. He's, He's not the person to... He would tell you, Nelson, oh, eye yeah, for he, an eye makes the whole world blind. He, he wouldn't throw gasoline on it. But, you know, Drew Rasmussen hasn't pitched, and he throws 98. Wilson yeah. Contreras is second in the order. He's got to face three batters. I'm just saying. I'm if, not saying. I'm just saying. Nelson chose violence today. We chose violence today. Corbin Burns could come in for hitter number four. <laughs> 
<laughs> they just get the initial outgetter out there or the initial the initial uh, headhunter out there. Speaking of Craig Council, Rowdy, uh, here he is talking about what happened. Yes. Well, it's he knows now that warnings are have been assessed that Corbin Burns isn't going to throw at him. Or at least you wouldn't think he's going to because then all of a sudden you just burned up a starter who's one of your better starters after by the second hitter. You So he knows that he's, I would say, kind of safe right now. Sure. But in the future going forward, you better he's got look something out, coming man. to him. Here is Woody. Or I'm sorry, Craig Council. We'll get to Woody coming up. Here is Craig Council. Uh, let's go in order. First, it was about Contreras. About pitching inside and him getting hit. Yeah, he, look, he's been hit three times, so he gets hit a lot. I think that's, you know, I think it's the nature of how you have to pitch him and what he covers. We're trying to go inside there, and we're just we're kind of missing spots a little bit. Um, he is on the plate, so there's a little less room for air in there, is what I'd say. But we're, we're going to continue to pitch inside. We have to be able to do that. Yeah, dust him off the plate. And then Woody came up in the fifth, like we were saying, and uh, they threw at Brandon Woodruff. They threw behind him. Here's counsel on the pitch behind Woody. I don't worry about the closeness of the games. I mean, that's that's how they're supposed to be. But throwing like a, a pitch like that concerns me. Yeah. Yeah. So he is concerned. I don't know what he's going to do if you're going to retaliate. On like Nelson said, there's been warnings issued. Uh, let's see here. Brandon Woodruff on uh, getting hot. Yep. Yeah. If yep. Corbin Burns yep. starts the game, which I'm sure he will, you can't burn a starting pitcher that's that's no. that good against a team that you're in the same division against and it's a pivotal game three of the series you're looking to win both of the first two series against the Cubs you they ju- they know that Corbin Burns can't hit him because if he did he'd be gone yes and that's it, why the that's Cubs why, are little bees that's why you got to bring in Drew Rasmussen to start the game to start <laughs> throwing at people all right here is uh, Brandon Woodruff speaking of starting pitchers last night Woody another awesome performance from Brandon Woodruff, excuse me. Woody was absolutely electric on the mound and, again, still has can't get that notch that win, you know, on his record. But Brandon Woodruff was just a beast. Another blown, wasted, great outing by a Brewers starting pitcher as Woody went six innings, giving up one run on three hits and striking out six. It's the seventh straight start by a Brewers pitcher that went at least five innings and consists of giving up one run or less. This is tying a franchise record. Here is Brandon Woodruff on getting thrown at. Credit to my parents, I was raised right. So I guess I was a little hot at first, but, you know, reacting's not going to solve anything. So I just go back out and pitch and, and, and get them out and let that do the talking. So, you know, I've never been thrown at before. So it's <laughs> crazy. You know, it's just that's just part of the rivalry. You know, I, I get it. Tensions get a little hot, but it, it is what it is. So. He was raised right, Rowdy. He credits his parents for him not getting out there and throwing down some fisticuffs. He did say a lot. I can't repeat it verbatim because the FCC will find me. But he did say, that's effed up, man. That's effed up, man. And then Anthony Rizzo came running in, and he said the same thing to Rizzo. It's effed up. It's effed up. And that inspired my question today. Who has the most punchable face in all of sports? Is it Anthony Rizzo? Got a lot of people coming in hot with Rizzo. Here's more from Woody, though, on throwing, uh, getting thrown behind after he hit Contreras. Obviously, uh, you kind of saw what happened. There's not much to say on the situation. It's just I'm over it. It's I guess I understand. I mean, our pitching staff has you know, hit him a couple times. I'm just trying to do my job as a pitcher, and I, I feel like I have to pitch inside, and there was no intent, and you know, wasn't on purpose. So it is what it is, just, just part of it. He seems pretty even-keeled about it, doesn't he? I'm sure he, he was hot at the time, but he, after the words, cooler heads prevailed, I guess. 
Here's more from Woody on uh, the Cubs thrown behind him. I think everybody can kind of read the situation of the game and I guess, you, you know, kind of form your own opinion, but it's over and done with. We got a long season. We got to play these guys a bunch more times. So, you know, I guess I'll just let you form your own opinion about it, you know, for what it was. I don't have much to say about it. It's over. It's done with. There was no intention on my part. I'm just trying to get guys out. And one more from Woody. He talks about the rivalry between the Cubs. I feel like it's been like like that the past few years. They're always good games. Uh, and, you know, it's it's we get it. There's a little rivalry. Um, but that's what makes these games fun. So, um yeah, it seems like every time we play these guys, it's always going to be a post game and anything can kind of happen. So what he sounds like, Rowdy, he, he, you know, after he got pulled, he went out and he uh, maybe threw a little cold Gatorade on himself or some cold water, calmed down a little bit and said, you know what, parents raised me right. I wasn't going to retaliate, wasn't going to do anything good, didn't want to get suspended. And at the end of the day, it's a long season, going to be playing these guys a lot. Nine times, in fact, just this month alone between the Cubs. You believe Woody there? Also, do you think Woody could throw down given the moment if he decided to? I bet you Woody could lay a pretty well, obviously, mean yeah, punch. He was pretty upset yesterday, last night. I mean, look at it. And I I still question why the umpire got in his face. Why the umpire didn't have anything to say to the pitcher. Oh, well, he though, was like consoling Woody. He's like, hey, Woodruff. He's like, hey, 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 calm down. It's okay. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Why, why did you have to get in his face? Why didn't you go out and start talking to the pitcher? The guy that clearly just committed the action. <laughs> I can't believe nothing was done. Like, you threw behind the pitcher. Like, nothing was done about it. It's crazy. All right. One... And Brandon Woodruff is better than I because I wouldn't have been able to stay that calm. Yeah, Nelson would have ripped off his head and spit down his throat. And definitely am that petty to go back at him. <laughs> Here's Brent Suter. So, Brent Suter is the guy that gave up the home run to Wilson Contreras for uh, the eventual win for the Cubs, sadly. And then when Contreras... All right, let's actually just do it in order here. Suter was talking about the bullpen rowdy was ready to fight if Woody were to set it off. Our antennas definitely went up in the bullpen. We were figured something was – we just thought it was a little fishy, so uh, we definitely were at attention in the bullpen. And when Woody was talking to him, we definitely were at attention. So the whole bullpen was, <laughs> was ready to throw down if Woody did start the fight, if he uh, you know lit the, uh, the powder keg, if you will. But Rowdy, who throws a more vicious punch, you think? Brandon Woodruff or Brent Suter? <laughs> Brandon Woodruff. <laughs> yeah, Brent, Suter's, Brent Suter would tell you about how you need to use a uh, reusable water glass or a reusable water bottle. Brandon Woodruff's ready to... Yeah, while he was impersonating um, Jim Carrey. Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, Jim Carrey. And Woody's like, I'm ready to just throw it down. I said, throw down! One more from Suter, though. Here it was, um, you know, after Contreras hit the home run, Contreras did the bat flip, and they did the shh. He shushed everyone as he was running the bases, you know. Here's Suter, who gave up that home run, saying he didn't have issue with Contreras' I didn't see it at the time. I just saw it. I mean, it's, it's a big hit and a big moment. So I've had some celebrations where after a big out, I you know pumped my fist and stuff. So, you know, it's it's part of the game when you deliver in big moments like he did. Celebration's part of the game. So what do you think, Rowdy? You got an issue with the bat? I never have an issue with the bat flip. I like bat flips. Do you have an issue with the bat flip or the shh? I don't. I like when you're in a big moment, you do something like that. I don't care if you celebrate. There's a little bit of me because he definitely sat there and took his long, sweet time. He did take he, his long, sweet he, time. He hit it. He stared at it and watched it. Then he took forever to throw the bat. Then he took forever to get started. And then the sh- So, yeah, there is a little part of me that. He, he could have done the bat flip. He could have done the whatever. But if he just would have got on with it, 
instead of playing it out, like showing him up. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. Like if if you would have done it like right away, like he's back here, he swings, he hits it, and then he do, all right away does the bat flip instead of watching it, then almost like waiting a few seconds, then chucking his bat. Yeah, it's, it was like he played it up a hundred and ten percent. I love it, man. Love the drama. That's why we love sports. A lot of tension. There's the good, there's the bad, and there's the ugly, right? Last night was a little bit of the good. Brandon Woodruff dealing on the mound. Luis Urias with the home run. That was the good. The bad oof, was Brent Suter giving up that home run to Wilson Contreras. And the ugly was all of the drama that happened in that nine innings. Rowdy, baseball is not a boring sport. What would you consider last night? Would you, If someone were to say baseball is a boring sport, would you say, hey, case in point right here, how can you call that boring? It's almost well, like a little would, fight popping off. Yeah, you'd show them what occurred last night and go, wait for this afternoon. <laughs> wait for this afternoon because I think it's going to get, I hope, because it gives us something to talk about too, I hope it gets testy. I hope that cooler heads don't prevail. See, I hope it gets testy too, but I hope Corbin Burns isn't a part of that because I want to see him pitch. You can't, you can't sacrifice Corbin Burns' start. No, agreed. You got to sacrifice someone. And we, uh, let's see here. I think Carl messaged me on Twitter. Good morning, Carl. That eco bug man. Carl says today Craig Council should bring in Suter late in the game for one batter. Tell him plunk Contreras. Well, that's the other thing that's getting me hot and bothered. Okay, let's talk Obviously, about let's talk about the X's and O's. Brent Suter, why is he in there in the eighth inning? That's that's the thing. It's like, of course, I'm not. I guess I am a little frustrated because it was Contreras that hit the home run. It's like the last guy you wanted to see hit the home run. It was disgusting. And obviously the Brewers lost and all that drama unfolded. But when you look at the Milwaukee Brewers, the other thing that during that game, there were two other things that really bugged me. It was why is Brent Suter coming in in the eighth inning? Yeah. And why did Christian Yelich not get a pinch hit in the ni- in ninth inning when they had guys on? And I don't know. They said he'd be available if it was a playoff game. Those are the two things that have bugged me outside of all the Contreras drama. Well, it's like Brent Suter is a long reliever. Like he's a guy. Where's Devin Williams? Where's Josh Hader? Where's, you know, even Brent Suter, like, yeah, he technically was a long reliever and a spot starter, but they've been using him a little bit more as somewhat middle relief here this season or even parts of last season. So I get it if it was the fourth, fifth, sixth inning. Same. But when I think of late inning relievers, I think of seven, eight, nine. Same. And I don't think of Brent Suter. And they obviously announced earlier that day that Devin Williams would not be available, that they were going to be taking him out of some higher leverage situations because he's just not a hundred percent back yet. He's not he had that shoulder injury, healthy. right? That shoulder injury. He's had some training. tightness and some whatever going on in his shoulder. So he's not right. So I, I understand that. And I knew once they used Devin Williams yesterday that he wouldn't be available today, especially with how they were treating him. And then they came out and said that it's, you knew it wasn't going to happen. But when Boxberger cruised through his first inning and he's a guy that has late in experience, he was an all-star closer for the Marlins. I believe he's a guy that has that experience. Do you think about having him go two innings? Maybe, maybe not. But my biggest question was when you brought in Brent Suter, where was fire Eisen? Cause he has been, he's been, he's fire. been a fire Eisen. And, and he has been so good this year outside of that one 
appearance, which I believe was actually against the Cubs, where he got the first two out and then kind of lost control. Yeah. Couldn't throw strikes. But outside of that, <laughs> outside of that one game, Fire Eisen's been really good. And he's a guy with the type of stuff that's going to be a late inning reliever. He's a guy that can throw upper 90s. He's a guy that has, you know, a wipeout slider. I was kind of questioning why you didn't see fire eyes. And when he didn't pitch the day before either. Yeah. So he was available, but yet you went with Brent Suter in the eighth inning and on back-to-back days. And it burned you. Obviously it burned you. The other question I need to bring up is, you know, Lorenzo Kane. He has, uh, I think council called it a quad injury. He got pulled. So they're being extra careful with him. So there's a Kane injury, you know, Colton Wong's on the IL. Now you got uh, Keston here struggling at the plate. You got basically all the Brewers actually struggling at the plate. They had three hits yesterday. That's concerning. You're not going to win a lot of games by just hitting the ball three times. Luis Urias with the home run, obviously. Rowdy, we're going to get our guy Mike Jocks from NBC15. Jocko coming up here. But our guy J.A. Krebs says, it's it's one out of 162. Tell Nelly to relax. Your blood pressure can't do this for an entire year. I've done this my <laughs> I've done this my entire life. Enjoy it while you have it. Rowdy, I don't want to see you go in the 27 club. How old are you? 26? I don't want to see you go to the 27 club to join like Janice Joplin, Kurt Cobain, Jimi Hendrix, Jim Morrison. Well, good thing I'm not an artist. And all those and all those uh <laughs> by every sense of the word. You are an artist, Rowdy. You are you paint on these airwaves.